Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And wow, what a crazy week we've been through. Let's see, we've got the NFL playoffs going wide open. We've got the, the finish of the college football season, which was, uh, was really, really good. I mean, what a, what a game that was. And the wing and clay industry is absolutely wide open. You know, not so much, not so much with competitions and things like that going on. This is a time of year that uh, that we really get into what's coming up for next season. There are outdoor shows going on, consumer shows, things of that nature. I mean, right now, uh, you know, as we're speaking, the Safari Club International Show is going on in Reno, Nevada. And, uh, you know, a lot of my really good friends are out there. I, you know, frankly, wish I was there with them because what a great show that is. And, uh, you know, Safari Club is actually taking on a, uh, a wing shooting flavor as well. They're not just big game anymore. And, uh, you know, they've actually got a, uh, a, a kind of a wing shooting slam where you can, can get birds all over, all over the world. But, <clears throat> but their convention's going on right now, uh, through the 12th, uh, the Dallas Safari Club, you know, comes right on the heels of that, starting on the 17th of, of January, and that'll be in Dallas, of course. Another great, great show. And then then the biggest show, which is really not a consumer show for, you know, for, for folks that buy guns across the counter or, or products. It's really the dealer show and the manufacturer show where all of the new stuff that we're going to have put in front of us here in the fall are on showcase and what a fabulous place that is there'll be about 60,000 people at that at that show from all over the world and I'm telling you it is uh, it is quite a spectacle uh, following that on the 25th of January the Houston Safari Club has has their worldwide hunting expo and convention down in Houston and then one of the granddaddies of uh, consumer shows the great american outdoor show in harrisburg pennsylvania starts in february and that goes february 2nd until the 10th and then i'll be in nashville at the gaylord opryland hotel for their nwtf national convention starting on february 13th those things are are ongoing and coming up and believe me it's just fabulous now in the shooting world I didn't say that there were no competitions. There are some things that are coming up very, very soon, and they will be heavily attended. Uh, Big clay target events that I know about that that I've attended, uh, the Seminole Cup, uh, you know, which was in Florida for many, many years, has now moved up to the Sea Island uh, Sporting Grounds uh, in southeast Georgia. That, That event runs February 28th to March 4th. The Gator Cup is actually a little earlier than that starts February the 12th. That's at Quail Creek Plantation down in Okeechobee. I actually uh, had the pleasure of designing the original course, Sporting Clays course there. And uh, those two events were just fabulous. Now, we've got a lot of stuff coming up uh, competition-wise for uh, skeet shooting and Sporting Clays shooting. If you want to know what the schedules are, the easiest way to do it 
Uh, if, if you're looking for skeet, go to www.mynssa.org, and that will take you to their website. If you're a sporting clays shooter, mynsca.org, and that will get you all of the information that you might need. Uh, the ATA, the trap shooters, they're wide open, too. They've got some stuff going on down in Florida and, uh, and, uh, and out in Arizona right now. Uh, www.shootata.com will get those to you, uh, that information. Uh, real quick, there are some new guns, and there will be a lot of new guns that we'll talk about here on the show, but I just came across some information on, on three guns that will be debuting, and you'll be able to get those uh, <clears throat> you know, pretty much right away. Uh, Benelli has, uh, has done some things with their over and under shotgun, the Benelli 8. 28U now has a sporting model. Uh, it comes with 30-inch chokes, oh, excuse me, 30-inch barrels, five chokes, an adjustable weight system, a higher rib. It, they changed the grip angle and the comb height a little bit to make the gun a little more comfortable for, for sporting-type shots. Uh, something to take a look at. Browning, you know, been around a long, long time. They've done some things with their 725. They now have a seven, Browning 725 Trap Max High Grade. Now, what they've done is they put a lot of the specialty things that shooters put on them after they buy a gun. So this is almost like an aftermarket add-on that you're getting from the factory. The gun comes with either grade 5 or grade 6 wood, which is going to be beautiful, a Packmire Decelerator XLT pad, an adjustable gray coil recoil reduction system, and it comes in 30 or 32-inch barrels. This should be a winner for uh, for folks that like Brownings. And finally, for waterfowl hunters, something that we always need, a gun that's going to fit a smaller profile, more compact shooter. Winchester has come up with a new Super X4. It's called the Waterfowl Hunter. Comes with a 13-inch length to pull stock. And that is really going to help with the uh, with the kids and a lot of the ladies. Now, they're going to throw in a couple of quarter-inch spacers so that you can change the length to pull for comfort. Uh, the gun's going to come in Mafioke Shadowgrass Blades, my very favorite waterfowl pattern, and 24, 26, or 28-inch barrels. So, hey, there's three guns right there that are brand new on the market. It's going to be something that uh, that you can go get, and, and I can promise you, you will have a lot of fun with those, and there are many, many, many more guns coming. That I can tell you. Now, I want to switch real quick. We've got two wonderful guests here on the show this week. Uh, first up is going to be a gentleman that I met at a, uh, a Blosser F-16 shotgun unveiling for the media you know I'm uh, I'm lucky enough to be in the uh, in the outdoor media so I get probably more invitations to really cool things than most people and I met Erwin Greenstein who owns shotgunlife.com now I always had in mind that shotgun life was was a website but it's really not Shotgun Life is really an online magazine. When I get Erwin on here in just a couple of minutes, uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, and I'll tell you something. Uh, this is the kind of gentleman that I love having on the show because, like many of you who are listening, we started shooting when we literally could hold a gun. Erwin didn't start until he was up in his 50s. 
And uh, he absolutely fell in love with shotgunning, fell in love with uh, with with all of the clay target sports, and and actually found a way to 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 make his avocation and vocation the same. So, without further ado, I'd like to get him on here. We're going to do a little quick intro and and take a break. But first, let's see if we can get Irwin on the line. Irwin, are you here? I'm here, Marty. Good to be here with you. And um, thanks for calling me a gentleman. Well, let me tell you something. When you go out hunting birds over pointing dogs and your partner doesn't doesn't crossfire in front of you, he doesn't try to take the birds that that you should shoot, he's very cordial in everything that he does and he understands the beauty uh, that, that the game has and it's more than killing. It's really just a wonderful experience. That, my friend, makes you a gentleman. Now, we're gonna, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna go to a break here just, just for a minute. But, but, but I wanted to get started real quick. I'm gonna ask you this first question, and then, then we'll take a break and, and finish up the interview. What prompted you to start Shotgun Life? Well, uh, as you mentioned, Marty, um, actually, my wife and I came to uh, came to clay shooting um, relatively late in life compared to most people. Uh, before that, um, I was focusing on uh, journalism and uh, PR and marketing for our high-tech companies in Silicon Valley, and so I had a technology background, um, and then we just moved east to Baltimore, and um, there's an incredible amount of great clay shooting in the Baltimore area, and uh, we just got hooked. I mean, the life that we had in, uh, in the San Francisco area you know, going to Napa Valley, uh, wine tasting, great restaurants, uh, that all went away when we moved to Baltimore, and uh, it's a good thing because we found clay shooting. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, when I, when I go to shotgunlife.com, I, I'm honestly just overwhelmed at all of the information that I can find there. Well, we try. Um, you know, we were actually one of the first magazines, print or digital, that really focused on women. And uh, and I'd like to uh, think that uh, we helped um, spread interest in that with the women and um, in, in the shotgun sports. But we cover um, women in shotguns, a separate category, clay shooting, shotguns themselves, uh, destinations to go shoot, wing shooting. Uh, so uh, we we tend to provide a lot of information to people who generally come to us through Google. Well, and you know you've just got hundreds and hundreds of pages of information. I mean, it, it, to to say this is an online magazine, it, it's almost like an online novel because there's so much information uh-huh. there. Thanks, Marty. Uh, yeah, right now, I mean, all our stories are archived. Uh, we probably have about. 700 stories on shotgun life, and uh, and if someone is uh, researching a, a Cesar Garini or a Purdy or a Highland Hills Ranch, they Google that, um, chances are we're going to show up on the first page and uh, serve as a resource for them. Well, I have... I, I'm going to tell you, I, I absolutely love going there, but I, you know, as, as I said, we've, uh, you know, we've got about a minute here before a break, but we, you and I met in San Antonio, north of San Antonio, at uh, Joshua Creek Ranch. And we went out shooting some birds, and, and, and I've got to tell you, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It was the introduction of the Blauser F-16, um, which was a low-cost entry-level model, and uh, the gun performed great. And uh, I got lucky and uh, uh, hooked up with you, and uh, we had a really good time. 
Well, they had me shooting that right-handed gun, and I'm left-handed, but uh, <laughs> but somehow some pellet, pellets found the bird somehow. You still outshot me, so there you go. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, you gave me one of the greatest compliments that anybody ever have, has in the past when you said uh, uh, this Marty may be the most famous left-handed wing shooter in the world. I appreciate that, and, and I need to make you my agent. But, uh, wow, uh, we had a great time. Listen, we've got to take a quick break. I want to hold you over through the break. We've got a few more questions that we want to ask. Folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into marty fisher's wing and clay nation if you have a question or comment about the show we're here via email wing and clay radio at gmail.com that's wing and clay radio at gmail.com now let's get back to this week's show well and welcome back we're having a great time here talking a little bit of wing and clay and uh I'll say this, you can email me if you've got a question. I'm actually looking at Twitter and my email right now. If you've got a question that you want to pose to, to Urban Greenstein or, or to me, you can actually reach out on Twitter as well at uh, Wing Clay Nation. We'll make that happen. Now, Erwin? Yeah. We were, uh, we were talking about that great trip we had down to Texas, but, you know, you're, 
you've kind of bounced all over the country, and you, and uh, and and the next thing you know, uh, you got into the shotgun business, and and you're down in one of the greatest places you could ever be for for shotgunning and wing shooting and quail hunting and all of that. You're in Thomasville, Georgia these days. I am, Marty. We've been here a little over three years, and um, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get uh, an argument from uh, some of the folks in Texas, but uh, Thomasville is considered. Um, the Bob White Quail Hunting Capital of America. Well, well, as I as I look at it, and I've been to Thomasville many times. I've hunted on a, <clears throat> some of the plantations down there. You know, the, the biggest difference is, you know, in in Texas, it, it, it's all wide open spaces, and I mean, you're blowing and going, and you've got big running bird dogs, and you're sitting up on those wagons, and those dogs are running out there a quarter of a mile in front of you, and and uh, and they slam on point. But but in Thomasville, the the the, the life's a little slower there. Yeah, it's definitely slower. I mean, um, it's 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 really sort of a quintessential southern quail hunting culture, really. And um, in a nutshell, what happened was uh, after um, uh, after the Civil War and the cotton plantations uh, lost uh, you know lost the free labor uh, of slavery, um, a lot of the garbage baggers came in from uh, from Cleveland and up north. And turn these places into recreational hunting hunting places, and uh, since then that traditional Southern culture, which it's really become, is really the mainstay of the entire shooting experience here at Thomasville. Even when you go to historic downtown, they have um, you know uh, uh, statues of of bird dogs and quail and everything all over the place, and uh, and of course uh, the centerpiece uh, for us uh, for us who do wing and clay shooting, especially wing shooting. Is Kevin's Fine Gun Store downtown Thomas, so you don't want to miss that. Well, there, there's no question about that, and I, I was going to give you a chance to to plug that because I know you you and Kevin are <clears throat> are big buddies, but that really is a great store. I, I I've got to tell you, I uh, I walked in there, and and the and the whole time my mouth is open, and and thank goodness my hand my hand was on my wallet. Uh, I don't know that Kevin was happy with that, but uh, what just what a fabulous place! And, and you go in there, but it gives you the feel for being a great bird hunting place. And, and you're right, downtown is just, it's just a beautiful little downtown, and um, uh, you know it's old and historic, and, and and those those quail shooting plantations there are are really something. That that are unbelievable, and we're going to, you know, my second guest here uh, after Irwin, we're going to talk about the South Carolina Low Country where they've got some pretty good plantations too, and we're going to talk about oh, yeah. one of those. But but man, uh, Thomasville, I I think it's just a, it's just a place that exudes bird hunting in a very classic way. You know, the mule, the wagon, the the whole thing. Yeah, and just just a you know just as a quick aside. Uh, the Tall Timbers Research Station is in Tallahassee, which is, you know, we're in South Georgia. It's right on the other side of, um, of the state line. And these people are absolutely instrumental in maintaining uh, quail hunting habitats. Uh, they're the ones that originated uh, uh, the science of controlled burns, to, uh, controlled burns uh, for quail hunting habitat. And that uh, all that all that information is is it just gets spread around here. So um, right now, as a, as of this morning, I think there's something like 173,000 acres under protection for quail uh, quail hunting um, in, um, in on the private plantations and elsewhere. 
Well, you know, and the crazy thing, and you're talking about controlled burns. I, I mean, to, to, to be honest with you, I do a little bit of wildlife management myself, and 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 quite frankly, the very best thing that you can do for for upland birds and and even even deer and and turkeys and and, and other species is to do those controlled burns because, uh, you know, that that helps you manage the forest in the right way. And uh, you know, and sadly, in a lot of places in this country, uh, you don't get those and. As a result, you see where they have some of these huge, devastating fires and things like that. Uh, if if the control burning was done, you wouldn't have that. Yeah, totally, uh, totally right, right on with that one, Marty. Well, uh, one more little piece that we want to go go into, Erwin. I mean, I, <clears throat> you and I are very fortunate to be in the outdoor shooting media, and as I said at the open of the show, I. I get to go a lot of places that most people would never get to go to, and 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 so do you. But as as you're walking around out there, as you're interacting with people, as you're interacting with clubs, because I know you do a lot of visitations to shooting clubs, and and uh, hunting preserves, and, and and places like that, where where we're we're hoping that the folks that are listening to this show are going to go as often as they can. But you know we. Uh, we have a lot of myths in the shotgun sports, lots of them. And in and, and your mind, and I know you started at 50, and maybe that's that's where we need to go here because most people think, you know, everybody started young, and that's not the case. No, it's not the case. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who, uh, when they retire, uh, they just sort of default to, you know, some, uh, some, of, the, some of the routine sports, uh, golf, tennis, um, pickleball, whatever. And, uh, but my wife and I, uh, like I mentioned, um, you know, after we uh, relocated from the West Coast to the East Coast, we both became very passionate about clay shooting. And, and the thing is that, you know, we got into it later in life. It gave us an opportunity to, uh, to travel around. But it was also something that the both of us really enjoyed doing together. I mean, it, 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 it played a role in, in, in keeping our relationship really interesting and fun, getting to know each other in different ways. So, um, I mean, just, just speaking from uh, personal experience, uh, if, you know, if you're looking for something to do and, um, and you're thinking about the usual sports, go down to your uh, local clays club, but at least give it a try, take a lesson, rent a gun, um, and it, it might uh, present some, some new avenues of, of, of entertainment for you. Well, I know that uh, <clears throat> that you know I've been in this in this business full time since 1990, and, uh, and and I've seen so many faces light up when when they break that first clay. I mean, I mean, I've I've, I've been in a situation back years ago when I when I ran a place called Cherokee Rose Shooting Resort south of Atlanta in Griffin, Georgia. We had one of very few star shot games anywhere in the country oh, yeah. and we and we would run that star shot up at night we had a restaurant there and people would just flock to this place and we would run that star shot up and you know we would play some really cool music and stuff like that and we would we would throw some targets and, and but then we would invite people just to come down and take a shot on us you know just just yeah. to do it and, and i'm going to tell you the ladies that came down and we would help them with it of course and everything was completely safe but every time 
a target was broken. I mean, they were they went they wanted to hug you, they wanted to dance with you, they wanted to do everything. I mean, we had to we had to get the gun secured real quick, but uh, but but that's really what this sport does. And and for, to hear you say that you and your wife do it together, my gosh, that's uh, that's really what this should all, always be about. I mean, the, the clay target sports are terrific for families. They they really are, and I and I know you would agree with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, uh, you probably uh, know uh, of, of the Grits Girls Really Into Shooting group, uh, the national organization. That yes, does, I do. Uh, and in, fa- and in fact, uh, Elizabeth Lanier Fennell is going to be on the show here in a couple of weeks. Right. Well, uh, uh, my wife, uh, about uh, almost a year ago, started up the Red Hills chapter, named after uh, uh, you know the region here around Thomasville. It's called the Red Hills. Uh, started up the Red Hills chapter of the Grits. And... Uh, She's been uh, she's been really active in um, in, in bringing in some uh, new women shooters. Um, just last weekend, um, we invited a friend along. This woman who's in her 40s, never shot before, but expressed an interest. She got totally hooked. So uh, it's it's important to to advocate the shotgun sports. You don't have to keep score. Uh, doesn't have to be particularly onerous or competitive. Just get out there, break some targets, and have some fun. Well, uh, it, and it is a lot of fun, and and of course, sometimes the the clay shooting will will take you into bird shooting, and you know water will seek its own level in this, and and whether you're bird shooting or clay shooting or doing both, it sure is a lot of fun, and it's great for the family. And Erwin, I really appreciate you being a part of the show tonight. You have, you've had a tremendous amount of information that that my listeners can use. Uh, one more time before we uh, before we get you off here, uh, how do we get in touch with Shotgun Life? Shotgun Life is free. It's advertiser-supported. Uh, just go to uh, shotgunlife.com. Uh, it's all there. We have a search function. Find the stories that you want, and uh, we look forward uh, to helping you out. Erwin, it has been a tremendous pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much, and, hey, hope to see you down the road. Maybe we can hunt again together at some point. Sounds great, Marty. Thanks. All right, buddy. All right, folks, we've got about one minute. Real quick, I'm going to bring on the second guest uh, just to get him introduced. And uh, and obviously, we're going to hold him over through the break. But as we were talking, uh, hunting plantations are all over the place. And, and, and this guy, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. And my next guest is a gentleman by the name of Jack Cassidy. And Jack Cassidy is a guy that I actually met years ago. He was he was the head of Boomer's Big Blast, which was a uh, was a charity event for uh, for the Boomer Sison Foundation. And uh, and now he's bought Woodside Plantation in South Carolina. Well, we're going to get him on the line here in just a second. I've been keeping him waiting too long. But I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's take it. Let's let's go ahead and take that break. And when we come back, we'll do the introduction and. Uh, and, and get Jack on the line, and we're going to talk a little bit about charity shooting and a lot about a great low country South Carolina shooting plantation. More with Wing and Clay Nation right after these messages. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. 
Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And may I say this portion of Wing and Clay Nation is going to be brought to you by Woodside Plantation in the South Carolina Low Country. You can check them out on the web at Woodside Plantation SC, like South Carolina.com. Now, not only is Woodside bringing you this portion of the show, I've got the guy that owns the place on here, Jack Cassidy. Welcome to Wing and Clay Nation, my friend. Well, thanks, Marty. I really appreciate being there. First of all, uh, my wife owns the place. She lets me run it for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't disclose that to me. When we're out, when we're out hunting, you're you're running the show. Well, she that's because the, she, she wasn't anywhere around, but she might be listening, I so I got, I got to give her all the credit now. <laughs> okay, I, I fully understand, my friend. So, uh, Jack, you 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 know your your bio i mean I, I look at that and i'm like holy smoke this guy has done a little bit of everything but but you're in the telecommunications business and and all of that kind of stuff and and the next thing you know you're discovering shooting you're discovering dogs you're discovering shooting plantations talk to me about those transitions that was that's that's a lot well, in 1988, Marty, when I first got in the cellular business, there weren't any phones. The phones that we had, the, remember the old bag phones and three-watt mobiles and oh, stuff yeah. that would make you glow in the dark? And, you know, there was no email. There was no Internet. There were certainly no personal computers. Uh, you know, Apollo 13 had uh, the onboard uh, computing power of the original TRS-80, and there was absolutely nothing there. So my career spanned those years, of, uh, and I was just fortunate enough to be there, for to work for the General Electric Company and a company called Rogers Cantel up in Canada and uh, and Cincinnati Bell and then we founded a data center company Cyrus One and we spun that out and you know so it, it 
in, in in my case, you had a really good horse and a mediocre jockey, but we brought we brought it into the to the finish line, so it was it was all good. But well, you know, I yeah, used to look out it, my my executive window and see the guy cutting the grass out there and wish that that was really me that I could <laughs> I could do something like that. Well, and, and the great some, part about that is, you know, you 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 found a way to get away from that, you know, because so many yeah. people are so caught up in their work. I mean, they almost don't right. find any time to get away from it. And and I can tell you right now, you got to get away from it. And I know you'll agree with that. Amen, brother. Well, you know, we don't get to pick the day we come into this life or the day that we go out. What we do get to choose is what we do, you know, the minutes that we're there. So I was real fortunate. My wife's father got me involved in the pheasant hunting. And then when I was up in Canada working for Cantel, it was like 20 below zero. There was nothing to do. The hunting season was over, and they had this brand-new game called Sporting Clays. And so when I moved back here to the... um, to the states, you know, I just kept uh, uh, shooting sporting, and that's where you and I met way too many years ago, folks. I used to not like Marty Fisher very much because he used to smoke me all the time in in sporting, but uh, <laughs> he was always a gentleman, and we had a lot of fun shooting with uh, the guys. And one day, Boomer Siason, who uh, was a quarterback for the Bengals, and you know him from uh, from CBS uh, Sports and, uh, and 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 Showtime. Um, Boomer came to me and said, you know, my son Gunner has cystic fibrosis. He's being treated at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Jack, do you think you could do something in the way of raising some money for us, maybe a golf tournament? And I said, Boomer, everybody's sick of golf tournaments. Let's, I know a lot of pro uh, sporting uh, uh, clays guys, Marty Fisher being one of them, that will come and we'll uh, – We'll, we'll 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 get some corporate guys in here and we'll run a shoot. And the first year, we gave Boomer a check for fifteen thousand dollars, and the next year we gave him a check for three hundred and twenty thousand. And for twenty years, that shoot was the biggest uh, 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 fundraiser event in the country that was associated with shooting sports. We did that for twenty years, and we had the the greatest time in the world. We we gave the money to Cincinnati Children's Hospital and to the Asiason Foundation and. <clears throat> You know, I'll tell you, Marty, it, it's very gratifying because when we started, the average age of a cystic fibrosis patient of dying was about 19. And now, if you're born with cystic fibrosis, you don't, you don't have to die of it. You've got well, all kinds of options to be able to do so. Listen, and you and, and the and, entire sporting community and, and, for helping us well, out. Well, and obviously what, what you did and the committee and, and all of those people because, hey, let's face it, there, it takes it takes a – you want to – you know, I, I don't like to talk too much about it. it takes a village, but trust me, if you're doing yeah. one of these shoots, it takes yeah. a lot of <laughs> folks to make it happen. But the good news is everybody is on the same bus going in the same direction, and that's what makes it work. Yeah, it was really great, and people ask me all the time, well, you know, we want to run a sporting event. How can we raise, you know, the kind of money that, that, that you all did? And not everybody can, but... I, I'll give you, for those that are trying to do charity shoots, I'll give you a few pointers of what uh, some of the things that work for us and some of the mistakes I made that I learned from. Number one, you got to have a great venue. And we held our shoot every year except for one at Elk Creek in uh, in northern Kentucky. And the people that own that place are just awesome folks. They they, they dug in to, to help out with the charity. They understood that it was going to Children's Hospital. They provided the staff for that. Number two, you know, the people that come have to be entertained. They're not really there to shoot. They want to be entertained. And what we did is we put a master class level shooter with every team. 
And then we had a pro shoot-off at the end where these guys were breaking targets that these amateurs never even knew well, yeah, that they could exactly. even see them, let alone hit them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's then, pretty scary uh, what and, some of those guys can do. Yeah, well, you, you included, Bo. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, um, we, 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 we really tried to entertain folks. Boomer came in. Uh, every year we brought the, a lot of NFL players in over the years uh, to, to be involved in that. And... Um, and we brought in the doctors from uh, Children's Hospital. We brought in cystic fibrosis patients. And we let the people see, you know, the end product of what it was that they were supporting. Because, as you know, Marty, you can go shoot around the clays for, you know, 60 70 80 bucks, And we were charging $5,000 a foursome. So sure. how you charge $5,000 a foursome is it's really important that you find somebody who owns a business or operates a business. In my case, I was the chief executive officer at Cincinnati Bell, and I would go to my suppliers and say, look, guys, if I asked you to play in a golf tournament, you would, so I'm going to ask you to involve yourself in a shooting tournament. And after the second year, I mean, I was getting, I was sold out, and we ran, as you remember, we ran two full days mm-hmm. and two full shoots per day. Well, and, and I think, you know, the, the, the end result of all of this is, you know, that shoot over the course of its time you know, raised over six and a half million dollars. It did. It did. That's and a we lot. Were... That's a lot of money, and and I can tell you that money is has been very well spent because, as you say, nowadays, the you know when when people are stricken with that, they don't necessarily have to die from it, and that's uh, that's just that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It is, and it's great to be able to you know. First of all, it's great to be able to work with cool people, like-minded people that are all pulling the same way, and the support we got from the pros and the shooting community and the different vendors, and then you know the multiple customers that that came and and, and supported it. It was a it was a big time, and uh, unfortunately, we we stopped doing it uh, last year after 20 years because I was no longer the CEO, and and so it was hard to hold that together. But I think. Cincinnati Children's Hospital and certainly the Esiason Foundation uh, was uh, w- was very benefited by it. And then the side benefit to that is, you know, those of us who shoot are in the minority in the population, and we have to involve people who otherwise wouldn't be out shooting or wouldn't be doing the things that we do. And how many corporate teams we uh, got interested in the shooting, and I got to tell you, you know, better than 50% of the shooters at the end were female. They just absolutely love to be out there shooting and, and, and blowing things up and having a time and high-fiving after they, uh, they broke one target, let alone run a stand. And so we, we had a side benefit of, of introducing a tremendous number of people to shooting sports and changing people's minds about, uh, about uh, you know, hearing things go bang. Well, and, uh, you know, you've, now you've moved south. And 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 you and you're seeing it down here, you know, where 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 I live down near Savannah, Georgia, we have a tremendous number of those types of shoots, and you know, and and uh, one of them is, is run by our, by, by a bunch of lady shooters, and and uh, you know, you've been involved in that, and I mean, I you yeah. know, watch them watch them hand, you know, hold up a big check for two hundred thousand dollars that was going to a children's charity, and you know, this can exactly. be done all over the country, Jack, and that's this is a this is a big part of what, what the shooting sports can be for, for folks all over the United States. I mean, any place that's having a golf tournament can do the same thing with a shooting tournament. Well, you know, Boomer asked me once, he said, are we going to 
are we going to hold a golf tournament? I said, well, last year's isn't over yet. I mean, you go to one of those one of those charity events, and what is it, a seven, eight-hour round? You're baking in the sun. I mean, it's oh, terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, you, it's just it, not it, any it, fun it, at all. Look, then you get it, it, takes for, it takes forever to play golf, okay, especially if you play like I do. Yeah, you play golf with a I, I shotgun promise. pretty good, I though, get, Marty, so, you, you know, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get my money's worth on a golf course because I get to see yeah. it all, believe me. Uh, but I did. Listen, uh, we've got, we got a couple of minutes for a break, so yeah. why, why don't we do okay. this? Uh, let's 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 start our little conversation here about Woodside, then we'll finish it up after the break. But you know, so yeah. you you know you you sent me a little message and said I realized my lifelong dream and bought a plantation. So let's talk about uh, Woodside for a moment. Okay. Well, you know, I got into sporting clays because I had there was nothing to do after hunting season. I couldn't hear the gun go bang, so I got involved in clays. And then when I retired, I realized, you know what, I could probably hear the gun go bang all year long in sporting because down here in the low country, as you know, Marty, we're blessed. We have ducks, dove, hogs. I was out. I killed uh, six wild hogs last night uh, on the edge of our plantation. Uh, deer season goes from August into uh, into January. Uh, as I said, you got doves. Uh, we shoot quail here. And you've got uh, wild turkeys, and um, those of you who haven't heard Marty Fisher call a wild turkey, man, you got you you got to put your ears on to listen to that. But uh, we've 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 got a tremendous wildlife population. So I had a, a home on uh, Hilton Head, and I love to do offshore fishing, but you know I still wanted to do some hunting, and uh, I couldn't find a place to quail hunt. So one one day I just said, you know, the heck with it. I'll just uh, I'm just going to buy my own place. And so uh, that started Woodside Plantation, and um, I guess we'll talk about it after the break. Yeah, we will, and uh, and we've we've got a break coming up here shortly. And folks, uh, just a quick reminder: go to twitter.com/slash/wingclaynation uh, if you want to talk a little bit or or just follow the show. Uh, Wing and Clay Nation or Wing and Clay Radio.com. Uh, is the new website we just launched that, and uh, you know we're we're going to talk about Woodside Plantation, and if you've got your computer up where well, you can look, WoodsidePlantation.com. Excuse me, WoodsidePlantationSC.com. We'll be right back after these messages to talk about Woodside and a lot more with Jack Cassidy on Wing and Clay Nation. <laughs> Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. 
It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and rental cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are, and we're here with my good friend Jack Cassidy, the owner of Woodside Plantation over in Estill, South Carolina, in the South Carolina Low Country. And Jack, you know, I've hunted quail with you over there, and it was just a wonderful experience, but you've taken the quail hunting a little further than what a lot of people do. You're actually doing it in a very old and very traditional way. Well, Marty, if we you know if we look in the books, uh, look at black and white TV, look at anything. It's the way the old timers did it, the legends did it. It's it's just such a just such a peaceful way that it should be done. You know, when I when I thought about commercial quail hunting, I you know certainly didn't we didn't need to do that here, but I enjoy. I, I think I enjoy a hundred percent of the quail hunters that I've met. It's just a, there's a great uh, breed of people. And so I wanted to meet some folks, and I also wanted to share and give back a little bit. And so when we did it, we said, well, you know, you can replicate what we call the boot and shoot. You know, you can put the birds out five minutes before guys get there and put little pink flags out so that people know where they're at, and then the birds don't fly and dogs get shot and all that. We didn't want to have anything to do with that. So what we said was, look, this is a very small group event. When you're at Woodside, you are the only four hunters uh, on the entire plantation, and we've got multiple courses. And what we've done is, we tried to learn from uh, the Walter Rosines and Stoddards of the world as to how to put the right cover in. So we have um, uh, fields and fields and fields of, uh, of planted pines with broom straw in. We've got lots of lespedeza grass. We've, we we tried to replicate the way again the old guys did. And then if you're gonna if you've got the the right cover, then you got to go to the right birds. And we we we've got a very fortunate. There's there's no really no more wild birds to speak of in South Carolina, and so you've got to do pen raised birds. But that doesn't mean they have to be tame birds. We buy them from a guy who flight conditions and 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 they're really good. We let out two thousand birds early, and then we supplement those every week. We just did a quail hunt today. I'll bet you we saw. 350 birds, and uh, I think the gang shot uh, 16 birds, and these guys were pretty good shots. So these birds are going up like uh, like wild uh, like wild coveys. We've got a great guide, we got great dogs, but again, we, to your point, Marty, we want to do it the old timey way. And uh, how the, how how they did it back in the day 
is they hunted off a horseback and mule drum wagon. And so we have enough land here. We're fortunate that, uh, that we can raise uh, the mules and take care of them. And um, it was over the summer that I called Marty and I said, Marty, I need an old-timey bird wagon, quill wagon, and uh, I, I'm either going to have one built or I need to buy one. And Marty Fisher went to work and found um, uh, one off of uh, uh, Magnolia Plantation in Albany, Georgia. Marty, maybe you want to talk a little bit about Magnolia. It's a story. Well, story man, yeah, Magnolia, <clears throat> what, a, what a remarkable place that is. That's a 5,000-acre plantation down there. It was, uh, you know, it was a place where very influential people came to hunt. Uh, including uh, President Dwight Eisenhower. That was one of his very favorite places to quail hunt. And and when I got in touch with, uh, you know, with the with the plantation manager, it just so happened that uh, the property had had changed hands. You know, it was a a, a, a wealthy gentleman had come in and, and bought the property, and he decided that he wanted to put it back his way. So he was removing all of the history that was there. And of course, that's his choice. He can do that if he wants to. But uh, uh, I had hunted there uh, a few years ago. In fact, I was there today. There, Kevin Coster, the actor, was there hunting as well the same day that I was there. And, uh, and I actually hunted off of the wagon that we got for Woodside. And Jack, Jack had said, you know, I want to get an old-timey wooden oak wagon and that's what we found and uh boy it's uh it, it's been a it's been a great addition to woodside i imagine well, it really is it's part of our, our culture and part you know part now part of the history and for those of you that never hunted off the wagon go um, go google uh images for uh for quail wagons or bird dog wagons and you'll see that you know these these this this thing has a 1959 cadillac frame uh in suspension and it's supported by for uh, peanut wagon wheels, which means they're they're tall wheels, five foot tall, just in in, in the wheels. Then we loaded up with the dog boxes and people uh, up on the bench seats, and you can see, as a spectator, when you're when you're laughing at your buddies that are missing birds, you get to see everything going on in front of you. And one of the great additions that we put on this thing was an English cocker named Bo. And I and I got Bo out of a litter about a year ago, and Bo's in his sophomore year this year, Marty, and he's doing really good. When you um, when you get these pointing dogs on point and you send that cocker in off the wagon, it's like controlled chaos. As a matter of fact, that dog's name should be Captain Chaos because he just runs in there and he flushes every single bird around. And if you all think that, that um, you like to hunt wild birds, let me tell you something. Everybody likes to hunt wild birds until they do, and then they're like, where'd that bird go from? Oh, well, these yeah. cockers, they put their nose up the little birdies' uh, rear ends, and these birds are acting like uh, like wild birds after after two or three months of early release. Well, I, I can tell you that you know I have had the, the privilege of, of hunting wild birds. I've had the privilege of hunting released birds. I've had the, the, the privilege of, of hunting what they call liberated birds, where where they, you know, birds are uh, much like they do in Europe, where all the birds are, are put out in the in the summer and and, um, and 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 slowly but surely become wild. Um, and when you've got a a really good flush dog, and sometimes sometimes those dogs are labs. Sometimes I I, I even hunted down in, in uh, down in the Albany, Georgia area one time, and, and a, a good friend, Doctor Dowling. 
uh, had a place called Partridge Pea Plantation, and he actually used yeah. his his little dog Nina, who was a, a Jack Russell. And uh, but but I've I've seen bow in action, and uh, when Bo's nose goes on the ground, the birds go to the air, and that's that's what you're looking <laughs> for. And, you know, and 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 hunters appreciate that. They appreciate a great flush. You know, that's that's well, such a yeah. huge part of it. Even- even when they airball it and whiff it, they're like, man, did you see those birds? And, you know, we've got 20, 30 birds in a covey. And, you know, Marty, a, a quail's natural defense is really subterfuge. They, they, don't, they don't fly real fast compared to a, a, a hawk or something like that. So they, they got to put a lot, a lot of birds in the air, a lot of feathers in the air, and try to confuse whatever's chasing them. And i got to tell you, I saw a lot of confused shooters today. But we've got some really good guys that come down here and shoot. And like I say, we... Then when the plantation house was built in 1871, just uh, just a couple years after the, uh, as they say down here, this, uh, the, um, the, the 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 war of Yankee aggression was over, and <laughs> and and so the house is is basically Civil War era, and we have all of our dinners and our suppers and our lunches here, and we've got a great gun room, and we try to share the land and and, and the culture and. Just the whole southern hospitality thing down here with uh, with folks that choose to come down and join us. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It is a remarkable, remarkable place. And Jackson, tell me real quick, how can somebody get in touch with you if they want to experience the plantation? I know that you don't do a lot of that, but right. there could be some opportunity. So how, how do they get in touch? Well, the best thing for them to do is to hit the website and take a look at it and see if it's something that they like. Uh, and again, that website is at www.woodsideplantationsc.com or our telephone number is 803-625-0744. But hit that website and see if it's something you like and, and then call us. As Marty said, we're we're pretty well booked, but... Again, I, I, I enjoy meeting people, and, and we'd love to have some folks come down that are new to us. We do do uh, some limited amount of wood duck hunting and dove hunting um, and uh, right. wild, wild right. boar. Hey, Doc, and, uh, Doc they're yeah. running me off air. Thank okay. you so much. We're, we've got to go to our close, folks. Wigandclayradio.com. Join us next week for another great show. Jack Cassidy, thank you so much. Folks, be safe. Good shooting. Have fun. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. Good shooting.